Hey, I'm Ryan. I'm an alcoholic. Oh, man, that was cool. Happy birthday, birthday people. And so many chip takers. It's so inspiring. It's, it's a good deal, man. I want to thank Ronnie for asking me to uh, be his 10-minute speaker like six hours ago. So I'm very well prepared. I told him I was going to finish my four-step, but I guess I'll come do this. We'll just have to put that one off. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, my sobriety date is October 11, 2010. Uh, my home group is the Tuesday Night Men's Tag of Irvine. That's been my home group for 13 years. So, and Ronnie's my sponsor. I'm blowing your hand name there. Sorry. But uh, just qualifying here. So, I'll tell you a little bit about what it was like, what happened, what it's like now. I, uh, I started drinking late in life. I was uh, 17 and a half. I was, uh, I was just going into senior year. Uh, I guess I should rewind a little bit. Um, so, I had kind of a normal childhood. When I was uh, six years old, like the day before I turned six years old, my mom died. And uh, that uh, I share because not it didn't drive me to start drinking, but what it did is it put a big chip on my shoulder about God. Uh, I was going to church at the time and somebody had said that God had taken my mom because he had something very special for her to do in heaven or something along those lines. And my first thought was, how selfish, you know, taking your mom from two kids away. Um, so I, I had this big chip on my, my shoulder about God and we stopped going to church and, you know, that just kind of manifested. But uh, moving forward. I didn't start drinking until senior year in high school. My dad was a drinker, and I saw the way it made him when he drank. Uh, he, he, he wasn't violent, but he'd, he'd lecture me. You know, he was a baseball player, so, you know, if I had an 0 for 3 day, it was, it was a bad day at home. You know, he was, he was telling me about every pitch and everything, and, it, and it, he'd get on repeat. And I just saw him, I'm like, I don't want to drink. I don't want to be like that. Uh, but my parents had separated when I was uh, senior year, and uh, I kind of got this boiling, boiling point where I had this pressure and I needed to release and uh, I thought, you know what, why don't I try it? Uh, so I had a friend uh, buy me like a half pint of Jack Daniels. And I, I think I drank about half of it. And, uh, and I felt good. I, I felt good. Like all those worries that I had beforehand were gone. And uh, I had a great night and I had a lot of fun. And uh, pretty much that was the start. It was uh, every weekend from that point forward, uh, senior year of high school, it was uh, all of a sudden I was in the party scene. Uh, but I had a problem, though, is that I was a blackout drinker. And I, I could not... Uh, I would just black out regularly. And then, you know, I would remember one time I had this, this uh, goal of, of drinking this fifth of Captain Morgan. I was like, I'm going to drink this whole bottle tonight. And, uh, and I woke up the next morning and my first thought was I drank that whole bottle of Captain Morgan last night. And my second thought was where are my clothes and why am I wearing this rug? And uh, it turns out that uh, I blacked out and I threw up on everybody and everything, you know, myself in this house. And I walked out of this bathroom and I was getting the dirtiest looks from everybody. And that was uh, kind of a regular occurrence for me. Uh, but, I, but I had this really great built-in forgetter because what happened last weekend is not really going to affect what's going to happen next weekend. You know, I go to high school Monday. I wouldn't want to show my face. I wouldn't want people to see me because I was just really embarrassing. By Wednesday, starting to forget by Friday, I'm ready to go again. And it was just this repeat cycle. And uh, I mean, it was it was pretty tame at first, you know, silly stories here, there, my pride getting hurt, whatever. Uh, I graduated from high school and I moved on to drinking, using kind of on a regular basis every day, practically. And it didn't take too much time for me to get into trouble. Uh, got a brand new car in February. Actually, it was on Valentine's Day. I had a couple of couple sobriety dates right after that. It was the 15th. I got this brand new car. And then by September, I crashed into a tree, got a DUI. Perfectly good tree. And then... Uh, it, was, it wasn't in the middle of the road or anything, you know? 
you know, DUI. And the, the kicker was it was like two blocks away from my house. So I, I, I called my parents. I contemplated. So I just run home, which I do. They showed up to watch me get sobriety tested um, and get handcuffed and sent off to the Glendora Police Department, which, you know, I sent eight hours there. But, you know, it was demoralizing. And uh, I was like, oh, this is bad. This is rock bottom for me. This is like the worst time of my life, you know. And uh, it, by 21, I was in handcuffs again. You know, this time it was my 21st birthday in Vegas. And it was the same thing. You know, I got drunk. I, I did something bad. I got arrested, you know. And growing up, I was like, you know, an honorable student. I was a dual athlete. You know, this is kind of seemingly out of character. Um, but, you know, in relation to alcohol, it was very much in character because i you know i i got in trouble when i drank i didn't get in trouble every time i drank but i only got in trouble when i was drinking and uh so uh, at 21 in vegas my dad decided he was gonna have a talk with me
and uh, we would go golfing all the time. Yeah. Not today. You're right. I'm like, no, I'm like, Anyways, I'm going to make my men's in like nine months. And I'm not shaking my boots because I know he hates it. And uh, I tell him, you know, my men's, and he tells me that he's really happy that I'm drinking. Because uh, now he's sleeping. And actually, it's, uh, I was like the guy in the book and Todd comes out of the storm cellar. And, and I'm like, oh, you know, everything's fine. I'm sober now. I didn't realize. How deep the records was that I had left behind, and and you know because I only drank for like seven years, you know, and and I wasn't at that you know bottom where I didn't have anything, whatever. You know, I saw a car, I'm still in college, blah blah blah. But there was a lot of emotional records in my of, of of my drinking, and that was something I got to deal with, and I got to make a lot of amends and make uh, uh, living amends to people like my grandparents before they passed, and it was just super cool. Um, but what ended up happening was um, life got really good, and uh, I continued to do AA. I uh, was just putting money in the bank and uh, building my foundation in a 10 year sobriety. And uh, my dad passed away suddenly, and it was the hardest thing I've ever gone through. Um, and AA carried 100%. You know, I, I called the same three guys for like three months, and you know, I, I was doing regular meetings. and it, if it wasn't the first thought that crossed my mind after my dad had passed was I'm not drinking. And when I first came to AA, my new sponsor said, Do you have any reservations? Uh, I said, Yeah, is there anything you would drink for us? Yeah, well, I'd probably drink on my wedding night. I said, Don't you wish? I said, No, I, I'm not, I don't know. Well, you probably don't need to worry about that. Like, well, uh, if my dad dies, I'll, I'll probably go to dinner. They said, Is it? No, it's fine. And so you don't need to worry about that one. Either. And sure enough, when once it happened, and it was sudden, it wasn't like the thing that was, yeah, that was, that was right. But uh, I had a, and it was a big deal. Um, you know, and so I keep showing up, suiting up, put my hand out, and I guess I'm over on time. I wish I got a little more sober for you guys, but it seems like a pretty cool group. Thanks for having me. All Thank you so much.